Welcome to the Self-Care Society podcast with your hosts, Celia Williamson, Ashley Kucher, Louis Guardiola, and Carrie Shaw, a podcast devoted to those whose job it is to help others get or remain mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy, but who also need to take care of themselves. How we're going to do this? By first showing you the filtered, pretty version of success, and then the real struggles, real work, and raw grit it took to get there, how they took care of themselves and also achieved their goals while doing it. Together, we will work with you to improve and maintain your internal health and growth while helping you achieve your external goals and your next professional achievement in life. And we're excited to show you how to follow your own individual and unique path and achieve the dreams you have while taking good care of yourself. So let's get started. In today's podcast, I'd like to talk a little bit more about self-care and the things that we're doing that may appear to be self-care activities, but are not really truly nourishing and helping with our resiliency from a, a stressful day. And I'd also like to talk about gratitude and how we um, can use gratitude to help fuel our tanks uh, so that we feel uh, rejuvenated, that we feel um, empowered to take on um, the stress of our day. So is it numbing or is it self-care. So taking care of yourself is a very important element in in combating compassion fatigue and and, um, bringing about compassion. Uh, For those of us who suffer from chronic exposure to stress or secondary trauma, trauma, we are left exhausted. You know, think about a day where you had to deal with a lot of things at the end of the day. You just, you know, then exhaustion may look like different things, just physical exhaustion. It could be headaches, any kind of physical uh, symptoms, you know, um, stomach not feeling good, feeling a little nauseous, et cetera. Um, so what are we doing to help combat those uh, negative symptoms? Um, because these things could lead to um, burnout. So unfortunately, some things that we choose in terms of self-care involve numbing our emotional connections. What I mean by this is creates a disconnect when we need to do is to reconnect. Um, There is a valid need to transition from work to home. We all occasionally need to unwind from a long, challenging day, um, especially for those of us who work in the stressful environments. However, this should also involve identifying feelings, not just numbing them. So that's that piece about numbing or self-care. Uh, the numbing can look like um, things like vegging in front of the TV, um, boredom eating, not because you know you're needing to refuel uh, nutritiously, but just eating because you're bored. Um, it could sometimes involve substance use, you know, a glass of wine here and there, and it just increases. So it could become, um, again, not not good for us. Um, playing repetitive games on your phone, um, mindlessly scrolling down social media. Um, I'm guilty of that at times. But none of these activities are necessarily harmful. They just lack the nourishing connection um, that real self-care can provide. Also, it can be difficult to seductively numb 
negative emotions without losing the positive ones. So we are inadvertently denying ourselves a source of genuine healing and revitalization. So keeping in mind, it's not just the activity itself that's the problem. It's how you're engaging in it. It's up to you to determine if you're engaging in an activity uh, to numb or is it an activity to connect. I think one of the things that would be helpful to help you decipher whether you're numbing or actually doing self-care is um, first list five activities you have participated in the last month. So list out, you know, um, what have you done in the last month? So it could be, you know, watching uh, shows, et cetera. And then after you list them, ask yourself the following questions for each activity. Does the activity help me to feel rejuvenated? So, you know, is what I'm doing is watching TV from six to seven in the evening, helping me feel rejuvenated. Does the activity help me to focus? Again, does that activity of watching TV that I'm using to unwind, does it help me focus? Um, does it the activity increase my awareness? So does the activity in, in help you identify that, you know, that you are having a stressful day that you need to be able to mitigate that by some activity, which is what you're doing. And is that working for you? Um, also, you can ask yourself, uh, are you keeping track of time during this activity as opposed to time slipping away without your knowledge? So can I keep track of my time during this, this activity as opposed to time slipping away without my knowledge? Does the activity help me to sleep better? Um, sometimes we go to sleep and we think that maybe having the TV on will help you go to sleep. And actually it's not because it's causing you to be connected and keep your brain brain moving. Um, so again, when you pick an activity that you choose to unwind, pick activities that you can answer yes to the above questions. Again, summarizing, does, it, does this activity help me feel rejuvenated? Does it help you focus? Does it help you increase awareness of your fatigue and the need for um, uh, uh, rejuvenation? Uh, can I keep track of the time during this activity as opposed to time slipping away without your knowledge? And does this activity help you sleep better? So those are some things I think that just checking and ensuring that, you know, maybe sometimes just going for a walk um, around the block, you know, enjoying the evening, um, you know, saying hello to neighbors, et cetera. Uh, those may feel help you feel rejuvenated um, and help you unwind as opposed to maybe sitting and watching TV that may not be a way to rejuvenate you. It's just killing time. So the other thing is that I mentioned earlier is, you know, are we practicing gratitude? And by that, it means um, that are you... Um, giving yourself positive reinforcements of things that, that you were grateful for that day. Because um, studies have shown that there's a link between gratitude and well-being. Um, it is also a great coping skill for dealing with stress, anger, or depression. 
The practice of gratitude helps us shift our perspective from scarcity to abundance. So um, gratitude is a resiliency that can be developed. So you can work on developing this gratitude. And it's it's really very um, simple um, and it can help uh, rejuvenate us. So like most of the things in terms of resiliency, things that we practice, you know, it involves changing our thinking and cultivating a habit through practice. Um, I'm going to go over a few things that you can try in terms of, of gratitude. Um, develop a gratitude routine. Set aside a moment each day to list at least three things for which you are thankful for. Um, you know, you can say those out loud to yourself, but sometimes it is helpful to write them down or even share them with others. It might be something that you might want to practice as a family um, with your significant other, um, children, et cetera, is just, you know, what, you know, some folks have done it at, you know, at a meal when they sit down together. Um, that everybody goes around and says one thing that they were grateful for that happened that day. Um, and when you're doing that, you know, you want to include, um, are you grateful in relationships that you have? Having simple expressions of appreciation can be verbal or written. Sometimes it just takes practice. So again, you know, you know, you could, as you're sitting with your children, you'll say, you know, I'm really grateful that you've have been able to accomplish blank or that you are um, doing well in school, things that you can um, improve in your relationships with your significant other. I'm really grateful that I have you in my life and that you're supportive. Um, so expressing gratitude in your relationship with others is important, even with your colleagues, you know, saying, you know, I'm really glad to be working here because I'm really grateful of all the things I've learned from you as a colleague. Um, and then trying this gratitude in the face of adversity. So when life hands us a problem to be solved, we also start by thinking about difficulties of the situation. So sometimes we have a problem, we're like, oh my goodness, how am I going to deal with this, et cetera. But instead of looking at the um, glass half empty, you know, instead look at it as a glass half full. Begin by thinking of the resources that can help you find a solution. You know, okay, I have this situation, but you know what? Um, such and such has said that they would be able to help me take care of my child if I was ever in a bind. You know, I will take them up on that. So that is a, a positive way of approaching a situation versus, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to attend my support group today. Um, so whether it is another person or your own resiliency resources, for that you can be thankful. So I'm going to go over some practicing gratitude guidelines. Um, so listing four things which you are grateful for today. So start out with that, you know, list four things which you are grateful today. I'm grateful that I have a supportive significant other, things like that. Um, also list four things or experiences for you, for which you are grateful for. You know, I'm really grateful that I had time to spend with my cousin today. Um, or I'm glad I had the experience of attending a, a workshop on self-esteem. Any experience, try to uh, list out four. Um, list out four skills which you are grateful for. You know, I'm grateful that I am a good listener. 
and people find me comforting in the ability to um, listen to their concerns. So any skills that you have that you are grateful for. And then finally, it is for people in your life for which you're grateful for, you know, listing four individuals, you know, either in your family, significant others, extended family, or even colleagues or coworkers that you are grateful for. So again, practicing those things from um, basically gratitude is coming from um, positive, proactive um, thinking that helps you be empowered versus the negative things that are causing burnout that if we fall in the trap of, of just focusing on, I can't do that, or this is too much, that it can just continue to um, dig deeper versus handling things in a positive way. Again, the glass is half full, not looking at the glass as half empty. Hopefully you found this discussion today and these tips um, helpful. And um, again, continue to practice self-care to avoid burnout. That concludes this week's episode. And remember, it's not selfish, it's self-care. <laughs>